What it do, fellas, and welcome to the first ever episode of Fellas Only. This is the first and only intro that we're ever going to have on the show. From now on, all you'll hear is the Zoom recording from the moment we hit start to the moment we hit stop. Get ready for the uncensored, unedited, and unbiased chop-ups that you've been waiting for. Woo! Okay, I'm so hyped for this. Okay. What it do, fellas, and welcome to the first ever episode of Fellas Only. I'm your host, as always, JH, joined by George Garifalos, Greg Papandonio, and hey, Dave Sibarius. These are the last on. times I'll be saying their normal names. That's not how I know them. I know them as G-Love, G-Money, and Dean the Dom. Uh-huh. What's going on, John? Thanks for I having us on, bro. Dude, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so right now, I'm here. I'm, I'm repping the Kobe number eight jersey for those that can't see. And then I'll let you guys take it away. Gio, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm wearing the LeBron number six jersey. I thought I combined the two, but I'm going the Heat, the underdog. Uh, so by myself, my name is George Arifalos from Brooklyn, New York. I go to St. Joseph's College. I'm a junior. I play a two-sport athlete, tennis and track. Uh, I'm a big sport guy of all sports. I, uh, I like to travel this different ballparks. That's my thing. With my dad, I have like three stadiums left. So, really super cool, G Love, G Money. What's going on, man? Oh, my name is Greg Papantonio. Um, I was a three-sport athlete my first three years of high school. I went to Holy Cross High School in Queens, New York. My last year I was a four-sport athlete, only four-sport athlete in my school's history. Played lacrosse. So I did cross country, lacrosse, um, basketball, and golf. Um, varsity athlete for all four, uh, captain for all four. And that's my high school career. I moved on, played basketball in college. Right now it's not going on, but I was planning on playing at King's College this year. Now I'm taking classes from home. Um, I also met John through basketball, Super Athletic League. Shout out to James. Great dude. Um, yeah, so John's a great dude, and I'm happy to be on the show. Thanks, John. Oh, it's awesome having you, man. Dean, what's going on over there? The only other single man in this in this chat. The only <laughs> other single fellow. What's going on? Damn right, damn right, and that's by choice. Remember that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, my name's Dean. I'm from Jersey. Only one also from Jersey. But football, basketball, baseball, anything. I know everything, and uh, my sport was track. Love basketball, was a dog, but only so much you could do at 5'8". So had to, had to go to track, dominated that. What's new? There you go. Okay, guys, so let's just start off with the NBA Finals. Tip-off's tomorrow when this episode airs. Tonight is Tuesday, September 29th. The episode will air on Wednesday, September 30th. Uh, Dean, just start us off. What are your, what's your take for this uh, Finals coming up tomorrow? Listen, um, one thing is I consider myself a pretty reasonable guy, but that being said, I'm also the biggest LeBron hater there ever was I hate him I hate everything he does everything he likes I hate it's just it's just polar opposites so it would be very out of character for me to support LeBron during his journey to the uh his fourth NBA finals championship but listen I'm going all heat I'm going heat all the way Jimmy Butler's a bucket I like I like Tyler Harrow I like their little underdog story they got going on I like how it's just the big market I mean they're both big markets but it's like the big market players versus all these small underdog guys like no high draft picks like Listen, I think everything's going to go in the favor of the Lakers, but can count out the Heat. They've, they've upset everybody all year, and I'll give them the edge here. I really want Jimmy Butler to succeed, proving everybody wrong, too. So, 
that's my take? that's my take. How many games? Listen, I'm not going to be unrealistic here. I'm going to say it's going to take all seven. It's going to take all seven. Okay. LeBron's going to cry at the end of the end of game seven on the floor, crying, <laughs> making some excuse, broken hand, something like that. Uh-huh. He, he's going to get locked up though. You got the two best LeBron defenders, Jimmy Butler and Andre Iguodala. Like it's it's going to go one way. I mean, even though Anthony Davis carrying LeBron all year he might have a little bit of a field day, but he can't do it alone. LeBron's just not going to show up. That's how it is. Heaton, Heaton seven. Oh my God! Rational as always. I gotta, I gotta give it. To Greg, Greg, what do you think? Well, um, that's hard to go after. I'm not gonna lie. Dean, Dean spoke pretty well, but I'm gonna have to go with the Lakers with this one. I don't hate LeBron. I love LeBron as a player. I love. He, he's just, he's just a great player on and off the court, and that, that, that's what means a lot to me. I do agree with the way that the heat plays an amazing way to play basketball. I think that's how I play basketball. Just go and go and go. Like, don't stop. Go down the throat and hey, yo. (laughs) 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 Anyway, um, just, just full speed. No, no, like no mercy. And I love that. Tyler Harrow's a great player. Said that coming in the league. Not many people believed in that, but I was there and I promise I was. Jimmy Butler, on the other hand, was always Let me get something in here. Tyler Harrow, right? You being said, I agree with you in that. Anybody wants to call me out. I think it was my junior year of high school when his mixtape came out. So Drake, what's the song? What's that song I mean, by Drake? God's Plan or something? No, not, not God's Plan. And they were booing like, him. And they were booing him. And they were yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, you know what I'm talking I about. I remember that. Hey, bro, Tyler Harrow's just absolutely nice. falling. You know, but just like those, 40. Yeah, but, it, but it's, it's also the one mixtape where they have those like that one like high school tournament, the Jordan tournament where the numbers yes, are backwards. Yes, you know what I'm talking about yes, the numbers are yes. sideways. Bro, I, that that's when I realized he was a bucket too. I was man. like, this guy's a bucket, but I'm sorry to cut you off. I just had no, to say you're that. Good, you're good. You're good. As I was saying, like Jimmy Butler, he everyone tells me I play like him, just defensive machine, always wants to get in the gym. That's that's me. But um, like like Dean, I'm kind of undersized, six foot. Uh, college basketball was always a dream of mine, and and COVID-19 kind of affected it, but hasn't stopped me yet. Um, that that being said, I'd probably take the Lakers in six. Lakers in six, maybe five. I'll, I'll give them six, maybe. But um, I don't think anyone's stopping the combination of Anthony Davis and LeBron. That's, that's too much. And they got a great bench. That being said, for LeBron's legacy, where are you ranking this championship? How is this helping? Because listen, it's inevitable. ESPN, Bleacher Report, all these mainstream media, money mongler, like nonsense. They're, listen, they're going to want to, right after, no matter what happens, the debate will be brought up. How is this? Because like you're saying Lakers, you think like this two duo, this duo is amazing. Do you think this duo is going to be used against LeBron in this debate? I, uh, yeah. You have, yeah. You, have, you have haters like being everywhere, man. Haters like being everywhere. <laughs> But you what are you going to say? What are you going to say? What a reasonable say, man. What I'm going to say is LeBron worked his way here because he did. LeBron worked his way here. How many triple doubles? How many rebounds? Points? Rebounds? Points. I'll talk about points. I'll talk about points. I'll talk about points all night. Anthony Davis knows how to get some points. Yeah, he More does. than he any teammate does. Jordan ever had. <laughs> I, I think we should let G-Love get his point in and then, and then we'll get to it, J.H. as well. And we'll get to that. I know it's gonna be good. Uh, gonna be good. Obviously, I'm wearing uh, the Heat jersey, so I'm gonna go. I go with the Heat. I love how uh, 
Jimmy Butler's playing. Now I see Tyler here. Are you, you guys saying no one expected them to beat the Bucks? I thought the Bucks would win, they win the championship all day. Bucks versus Lakers, but the Heat proved to me that they're they're they've come to stay. They've come to take the championship, bring it back to uh, South Florida. So I, I love and I, I love what Tyler Heroes do. I'm like I'm a Kentucky fan. Uh, I love how these people. These guys are playing in the bubble. All these Kentucky, Jamal Murray's lining it up. Uh, Devin Booker had a good bubble. Like all these guys had 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 great great uh great playoffs. So uh, I like how these guys are playing. Especially, I heard Tyler Hero's girl is gonna be there. So you know, you know, she's, she's gonna show up, show up to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Dean, Dean's not Dean's the only single man here. Dean, you said she's a smoke. That's what we have you Listen, guys, not, listen, you, guys, listen you guys are not single, but you could uh, you could comment, you could watch, listen, you just can't listen, talk. Listen, listen to you this. Look from the outside. You I don't know. I don't, product. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, I don't know if you guys like heard all the hype going on with all the things going around, but I heard from a little birdie that Kyle's Kuzma girl, his ex girl, is Tyler Harrow's girl. So that's gonna be. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be a personal game. It's going to be a personal series. Your, how do you let somebody take your girl like that? That's what I mean. It's just like Kyle Kuzma's. I don't listen. I know. It's going to be personal. And, I, and I'm thinking it's either when, when you're playing in front of your girl, my girl is probably listening right now. Um, it's either, it either goes one way or you the other. You can shout her out. You can shout her out. You can totally Nina, out. Nina, I know you're listening right now. Listen, it goes one way or the other. It, it's never really in the middle. So it's either I, I give him 40, like St. Nick's every year. I give him 40. I know y'all hear this. Or I give him like nine, and that's that's not it. You know what I mean? So I think Tyler Harrow is going to show out. He's going for 40 every game. Of course, no but doubt. Kuzma, on the other hand, he's showing out too, guys. AD Kuzma, that's going to be dirty. Especially the Spiro's guy. Shout out to Spiro Drenis. Spiro Drenis did Yep, he did. He's a big, big supporter of the podcast, and he did get his moves reviewed by by uh, Kyle Kuzma. It's really, really fun video. Check it out on GQ Sports. Very GQ Sports in general, big supporter of the Big Fellas Basketball Podcast. So shout out to the, shout shout out and props to them. So I think Kuzma would have done the same to me. <laughs> start now. Start Anyways, now. yo, going back to what me and Dean were talking about before, how Anthony Davis has been a huge factor on the Lakers being where they are. Yo, guys, the underdog Alex Caruso is also on the Lakers, guys. Yes, I love him. I love him. I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I love him. I love him. That, that's just a Bleacher Report, big me- mainstream media nonsense. They fed it to us last year with that idiot Andre Ingram. No offense, great guy, whatever. What? <laughs> what did Andre Ingram do to Great you? guy, but it's just like, I don't care. It's enough of this nonsense. Show me basketball. He's such a, oh, no, no. Luka, I, listen, I, I love Luka. Andre Ingram is my boy. You want to know why I, I, I love Luka? I met him at a South Bay Lakers game. He's a great human being. Hey, great, great human. For, He's a math teacher. Amazing. Amazing. For Good for slander. him. Good for him. But the way these guys were talking about him, you would have thought that he had 100 points that game. It was insane. <laughs> it was insanity. The only reason why I like Luka right now is because I unfollowed Bleach Report and ESPN. I can't imagine if I was following them what I'd be seeing. Every everything the guy does, it'd be a highlight. It'd be a highlight in the post. That's the nonsense. Caruso, I was I was very unlucky to be around Bleacher Report last year when Caruso started blowing up, and it was just annoying. I was like, I'm tired of seeing this guy. Let the guy ball. Stop trying to hold him to that high of a standard. 
He's I a mean, dog. Just because you see him doesn't like yo, Dean. Just because. So let me see. Let me ask you a question. If they start posting stuff about me, you're gonna hate me, bro. Now you come on, Greg. Exactly. You put me in a tough spot like that. Exactly. I'm. That, that's what this show is for. That's what it's for. You put me in a spot. I put you in a spot. We're boys. That's what it listen, is. Listen. It's I think. Only, I think Caruso. I listen. I did watch the most playoffs I've ever had in my entire life. I've been a diehard basketball fan my forever. I've watched every single Jets game. Used to watch every single Knicks game to some extent, that. home game at least. But like I was like Madison Square Garden Network, whatever. It's perks of being around here in this area. But that being said, I did watch the most playoffs this year than I ever have. And Crusoe did tear it up on defense. I was very impressed. Very That's impressed. Why I love him. But it's all you got. You got to keep it to account. Like the way these guys gas him up, it's just like, is he like that guy Duncan Robinson? That guy's a bucket. Like I don't, I don't to, like, like I, I think he's the. They have to promote the players, guy. though. That's the point of the NBA. He's got to promote the brand. Like baseball doesn't like we see. Nobody's buying a Caruso jersey. Like, I don't know. That was good. They if it wasn't for Caruso, no, no, I guys. Yeah. Oh, I know. Also, G Love though. That, that's good. One second. Let me just because I'm on the baseball track. I'm gonna go back to what you're saying, Greg. But G Love, I agree. That's the main problem with wasn't it Rob Manfred, right? Yeah, they don't promote yeah, the player. How does nobody know who Mike Trout is? Guy's a top ten player all time. Nobody knows who he is. Yeah, Nonsense. Exactly. What's well, because the MLB doesn't Well, Greg was like, saying something. Anyway, I looked up the Caruso jersey thing. I can't find nothing, guys. I can't. But well, who's what number I, one? What are the what are the high, highest uh, jerseys? What, what I, listen to this. What I did find was that Alex Caruso jersey, like Stitch jersey, is the same price as a LeBron jersey. Yeah, I mean. Well, they'll scam you. I don't know who the hell would pay that much money for a LeBron jersey. Honestly, imagine that. Would you rather buy an Alex Caruso jersey or a LeBron jersey? Caruso. A LeBron. Listen, I had one LeBron jersey, Cavaliers twenty three from two thousand eight. It was a great jersey. When he didn't go to the Knicks, I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> I got the white one. I like the white one. Wait, but look at this guy, Caruso, dude. Like, uh. He's a great ball player, but like I don't understand how a guy is putting up six six point six points a game is like a more household name than RJ Barrett. Like, I mean, oh, that's a great topic. Let's let's go in, let's get into that. RJ Barrett, what do you guys think about RJ Barrett? I don't know. Like like all rookie second team. I just don't I think that he, top he got five snubbed. Franchise all time. That's, that's I I don't. All right, listen, we'll get to that later because I ESPN, my best friend, your guy's best friend. They did post something to say otherwise, John. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about RJ for now because I think that needs to be discussed. He was a great I, draft I, pick. I agree. The fact that we got him at three was a steal. He's a first mm-hmm. round pick in any other draft. I mean, he's going. He's going first over Marco Fultz. He's going first. Who was who was two years ago? DeAndre Aiden, but that's, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going like on. He's he's going first. Listen, he's going first listen. in ninety percent of those drafts. Like he, he got snubbed. Anthony Bennett draft was the worst all time. Definitely that one. Too. <laughs> Most definitely, G Love. I agree. I agree. I think you no guys way. are gonna hate me for this one, but I think that RJ Barrett in three, four years will be a franchise player for the Knicks. For the Knicks. Um, I'm not gonna hate you. I love, I love, I love New York. Man. I love his. I love great. his worth ethic. His whoa. I love his worth ethic. Yeah, you good. You good. I love his worth ethic. Um. I really, I really like him as a player. I watched him in college. I watched him grow. I watched his, I've, I've watched him all through high school. I watched him play at, um, what's the school? The Dick's Nationals. Montverde. No, 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 no. It's here. It's here. It's in Queens. 
Uh, Being Christ, germs? Christ the King. Is that Christ the King? It's the uh, the Geico Felipe Cup. Lopez, right? Anyway, I was no. watching. I was watching all these prep schools, and when R.J. Barrett was on the court, I knew he was something different, guys. Guys, I I could tell, man. He was the best player on the court all four games that I watched. All four games, and there was there was other there was other D1 high D1 players. There was other NBA draft picks, first round picks that were playing. R.J. Barrett was different, man. R.J. Barrett, R.J. Barrett's different. And also, John, I think this had to be said. This ESPN graphics, I have it up now. Like I would share screen, but I really don't. I don't want to mess anything up. Knicks eight finals appearances. Like, and we, me and John had a conversation, and because we always talk about how, even though he's supposedly a Knicks fan, even though he, I don't, I don't know what's going on over there. He goes but, to Nets so, games all the time with his Greek night. Yeah, he does uh, everything. Uh, but a, here's the thing. That's a great deal. You can't beat it. Nice, nice. Don, <laughs> Don, you're, you're I got to support my fan. heritage, man. <laughs> but, I've never met anybody that's a Nets fan. I've never met anybody that's a Nets fan. I'll live by that statement. You know, you know, nobody's a true Nets fan. Like, who the, who, who the heck okay. looks at Nets? I, the, I don't okay, care if I they must... got the nicest stadium. But listen, let me, let me finish my statement here because we talked about it. And we've always had this argument. The Knicks have only two finals wins. Right, and they're not historic. Historic. Listen, I, I'm not going to compare them to the Spurs. I'm not going to compare them to the Lakers. But I think with the Knicks, they def, it's like it's indefinite. You know, they, they definitely have that that star lure, right, of being the, the Knicks, most well-known the franchise. Yeah, like they have they have a legacy, the most well-known franchise in all of sports. James Dolan in front. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> even even with James, it, without James Dolan, they'd be even better. They'd win chips, but with them, they're still the most known franchise. That, like they're they're historic team. They're, they're there the from worst the beginning. franchise right now. Right now, actually, no, right now, I kind of like what they're doing with Tom Thibodeau. Like, I really do believe that they're turning things around. They're in a better state than my Jets, being Greg's Jets. But we're not going to talk about the Jets right now because yeah, that's it's a, just it's a whole different like, conversation. And the makes you feel happy about the Knicks. But uh, me and John, we were trying to we were trying to figure this out. We couldn't figure out when those eight finals appearances were. They could have been from like that's because four of them the were in the 1950s. 1950s, terrible time. I know, whatever. A lot of bad stuff going on in the world then. Papu, how old was Papu back in 1950, Dean? How old was Papu? How old was Papu Tell me. I couldn't tell you, man. I could not tell you. He, was, he had just finished, like what? He was 13, 14, just finished his last year of education no idea ever? The, he had no idea. He had no idea what the Knicks even were. I'm not going to lie to you. No idea what the Knicks were. But <laughs> He didn't know what basketball was. No, neither did my Papu. No, like, they uh, believe did. me. They, they knew, he knew basketball. He didn't have a grandson like me, like a ball as well as I can. And he didn't know basketball. It might not have been invented where he was from. In the village is from, but he knew basketball. Yeah, Greece me. knows basketball. He, 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 know, he knew it. He might not have known what the sport was, but like he, he was tossing stuff. It's like a trash can. Like he, he knew it. He, he had it in him, you know? He knew what it was. He knew the entity of basketball. If that John, makes any sense. It makes sense in my uh, head. But I think those eight finals appearances are valid. I really do. I mean, that makes them historic. Are they competitive? Are they like one of the most winningest franchises? No one's going to argue that. But historic. It's obviously a very subjective term, but I don't I don't see how you can deny that. I don't see how you can take away those eight finals appearances. It's not taking away eight finals appearances, and it's not and it's not discrediting things based on era. What and and the biggest disclaimer I have to make to all my listeners is that I am a Knicks fan. I am not a Nets fan. I go to Nets games because there's a great deal in place with Super League Athletic Academy where we go to Nets games and watch the reigning two-time MVP Yannick Tetokounmpo play for about Who thirty dollars. Up. Uh, well, uh, Okay, so that's our next Two-time MVP, man. Back-to-back MVP. He sucks. That's the first strike. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that strike. You, you, regular you season stud. 
but where does this guy go in the playoffs? Okay, okay, wait, we're going to save that. We're going to save that. We finish, save finish that. what you're that, saying, because I'm mad. I'm getting mad. I just got well, mad. Well, no, so it's what I'm going to say is, that's why we, get, we, we go to these games, $40, sit in the lower level, great deal, get to meet the players after, we get to meet Yanni afterwards, sing the Greek national anthem. It's a beautiful, beautiful time. Now, on top of that, going back you to my original point. You Greek. Yeah, oh, no, the, the listeners know. It's, 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 very, it's been very clear. But <laughs> the, the main point I'm trying to drive home is, the reason I say the whole thing about the Knicks not being a historic franchise is not to belittle the Knicks. Is not to it, it's to it's just to bring things a little bit make make them a little more realistic. It's not about the championships and or the finals. Oh, the it's about, a, listen, I, I think it was realistic on both sides of the argument. Oh no, no but yeah, no. The, the, I, I'm I, just, I think you're I'm just making crazy first takes. Like, I don't want any well, Max Kellermans here. No, 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 Max Kellermans here. But the argument was more so centered around bringing it to relevance because no one really would ever argue that because it's it's a big thing to say because everyone holds in such high regard but when you look at it to be historically relevant i think a basic 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 prerequisite is to win over 50 games and the knicks have done that twice in the 2000s all right but that, that's your impossibly high standard i don't think 50 wins is not an impossibly high standard to be rel- to be historically relevant to be relevant in the time period sure that could you could you win that you're you're equating a re- relevancy too much to contender to being a contender I don't think that those, I think those are two very different things. Well, there's, there's a, a different, that's why being relevant is held to a lesser regard than being a contender. The 50 wins are a contender. Mm, that's cl- a lot of teams win over 50 games. But yeah, you, but, you're, you, you, but you have but a shot then, at the ring. Just because you won 50 games, you're not relevant. I mean, you're more than relevant. But are teams going to remember you? Like, think about it this way. When we look back at the- Teams will remember you. No, no, no. Listen, teams will remember you based on what you did, whether or not you won or lost. Right, having those star factor, maybe young, exciting players, that's what's going to make you relevant, and that's something that the, the Knicks, the Knicks had, had throughout. That. They had that. They had that for one year in 2013. Outside of that, when when you think of the 2000s, right, you automatically think of Shaq and Kobe and the Lakers, right? You think mm-hmm. of the Spurs. That's the first thing that comes mm-hmm. to your head. Then, if you think a little bit harder, maybe you'll think of the big three Celtics. Maybe, right? Maybe you'll think of just listen. It the, also depends on where you are. James and Cleveland. Nobody oh, in New York is yeah. thinking of the Spurs. Nobody's thinking of the Spurs besides people in San Antonio or. I think that depending where you are, Knicks fans, when they think of 2000s, they're, they're going to think of Danilo Gallinari. They're going to think of that great traffic. They're going to think of those exciting teams because in the late 2000s, there was a lot to look forward to. There was Chris Paul coming. There was Melo coming. There was a lot of potential Missing for the Knicks. Stephen Curry, though, in that draft. That killed us. Pick before. No, no, but what that would have turned the franchise around. If we would have got Curry, that would have been it. That's no, it. No doubt. Well, or, or they would have messed his career up even further because of all the injuries they would have had. But that's besides the point. My point in saying this is, though, you're saying how people in New York think about the Knicks when they think of the 2000s. Of course, you're right. The same way people in Charlotte think of the Bucs. Exactly. Of the so who are you talking about then when you're saying historically people are relevant? About the Spurs? Historically relevant means most people, which takes into account everybody. So, for example, people in Charlotte, sure, when they think of the 2010s, they think of the 2012 Bobcats winning nine games in a season. Because that's just that's just what well, they lived that, and they were they were in Charlotte when it happened. Yeah, it doesn't of mean that the Charlotte Bobcats are pot or in a positive way historically relevant. They're historically relevant because they they won the record for least amount of wins in a season. Or actually, no, not the least amount of wins, but the least win percentage. Because but no, right. historically games. relevant for in a positive manner. No, of course, in a positive. Yes. Manner. So, but nobody else said, is though, thinking about that. Those Charlotte Bobcats. That's my point. Course, People were thinking about that, the Knicks because they're a relevant franchise. I don't know. They are a franchise that's going to have York. more fans. They're going to have – that's not true. The Knicks have always had one of the bigger fan, fan bases, which makes them relevant. No matter what, they're going to have those fans. They're going to have people supporting them. 
uh, maybe 41 season for the Knicks is going to be remembered more than a 51 season for the Charlotte Bobcats or Hornets. You know what I mean? Even the, even the turrets like come out. The turrets come out. All the time I see. Exactly. It's it's a relevant franchise. And what you're doing is you're holding it to you're holding that franchise to the standard of the Spurs, of the Lakers, of the Heat. But that's that cannot be compared to because but but that's not but that's not a standard for relevancy. There's a lot more relevant than just those. I'm not comparing them to them. I'm comparing the Knicks to being relevant. That's the thing. I don't, I'm not saying the Knicks are ever contenders to being one of the best franchises ever, like the Spurs, like the Lakers, the Heat, the no doubters. I think that it's just you're not really giving any the Knicks the benefit of the doubt, and I, I don't think it's fair. All right, yeah. so Dean, what's like your lower tier? So if you give the Knicks like like give me like like four more lower tier, like like ball like at, at the same level as the Knicks, right? Yeah. You're saying? Yeah. I mean, we've had this conversation. Let me just try, like think off the top of my head. Listen up. The Bucks have what? How many rings? No, no, One. rings. Are, it's not. It's no. The, the Bucks aren't in the Knicks field just because, outside of cre- having Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the seventies, what do you remember them for outside? After of, Robertson, maybe. bro. Was that great. dude I had in two K. Yeah, with, Terry with Kareem, but that's that's not that's not enough. But my point is though, Ray how, Allen. When you when you're saying we can't compare them to the Spurs and the Lakers and all that stuff, that's if you want to be historically relevant, that's how you who you have to be compared to. You have to be compared no. to the Celtics, Lakers, and Spurs. They're, 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 no, those are, I'm comparing okay. them to the rest of the field, not to the best of the best. But let's, but, but that's not. What do you they, think? My the, question the best was, of the best. But if you're trying to be the best of the best, you have to be compared to the best. I'm of the never, best. So I never example, said that. I said they're relevant. There's a difference between relevancy and being the best of the best. Relevancy is not mean. It just means you're relevant. You're known. You're not, no one's ever, like, I'm not so arguing the that Knicks they deserve to be considered the best. Is being in the New York City market, then that's great. Then maybe for that reason, they're ba- relevant. But in terms of basketball rellevancy, in the NBA history books, I, I that's not I, the only reason. I can agree with both of you guys. No, both of you, no, no, you guys are yeah. right in your own ways. You guys yeah. are just, you guys are it's just the, like turning it in different, different ways. We just have different, different definitions. definitions of yeah. It's a very subjective statement. Is. Yeah, but now yeah, it definitely the is. The last point I want to make is, if we're gonna go by this team success, and there's just so many teams you can put ahead. So right, we have the Lakers and Celtics. That's obvious. The Spurs, obvious. The Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan. That's that okay. a lot of people say that's obvious. You don't have to say it's Michael Jordan. I I know Michael Jordan. No, of course, but I'm saying that, that just brings them on himself. There you go. The I, Warriors. The Warriors no. having one. Uh, no, whether you count in, in the. They're not more relevant than the Knicks, John. They, the you Warriors. Can, you can make the, the case. Fran- the franchise itself, not just like recent years. The franchise itself is not as relevant as the, the Knicks. The franchise, franchise had a championship in '75. They were slightly relevant in the 90s. Hey, they're, they're Mullen, in the 90s. Mullen, the 2000s, the We Believe Warriors, you have stuff to think about when you think of the Warriors. You have teams, you have the run TMC to, to think about at least. Run DMC, with the, baby. Yeah. Run TMC. With, with the Knicks, outside of thinking about, like, I'm not trying to say the Warriors are better. I'm trying to say it's close and it shouldn't be close. That, that's all I'm trying to say. And yeah, then you have, you have other teams. Why shouldn't it be close? Why shouldn't it be close? Because the Knicks are supposed to be the 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 mecca of basketball, the multi-billion yeah. dollar industry. Yeah. I agree with that. If if, I agree. If, with you're, that. if you're supposed to be, you can't. The Warriors who have been relocated and all this stuff should not be even close. Then when you think about teams like the Pistons, that's not right? true. What does relocating have to do with anything? If anything, it would favor them. No, it favors the, op- the option to go to a bigger the- market. Dude, the Warriors won. But 47. the Knicks have been in the biggest market since nineteen. Listen, the Warriors won in the forties, fifties, seventies. And then their amazing route, their amazing run in the 2000s, right? And dude, like they were they're in the finals in the 40s, the 60s. Like they were relevant every single every single decade. That's why I'm gonna say that the Warriors were ahead of the Knicks, right? 
I know it, it shouldn't be, but I don't, I don't agree with that statement either because I think the Warriors are one of those high standard franchises. Exactly. Just because, yeah, yeah. But you can't. I'm not arguing. I don't. Are there, it's are, there there 10, are there ten high standard franchise? Are there ten historic franchises? There can't be that many. No, there's maybe what five. Five, six. The, the, well, if there's even five is too many. Like my, my ten, ten was just me making high, that's just hyperbole. Even five, I feel like that's just that's a lot. I feel like five, five would be the max. Five, five would be would the max. That's 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 twenty percent of that's twenty uh, percent of the league. No more. I mean, no, it's no a more fair. It's yeah. a fair league. I mean, there's like, what do you mean? What do you mean five? There's a draft. There's a lottery system. You know, like the wealth is going to be distributed. So I, I think five is like a what pretty good the number. Heat? What? Why does the Heat too? In there? The Heat and there too. They're close. And, that my point yeah. is, you can't. I can't say definitively. Heat, I can say without a doubt, the Lakers. The Heat are not asterisk because they're an expansion team. Would you so, think that, that makes me that's even better? How many championships? In Twenty-five years, you did so much. Three championships, and then they've been to six. more than the Knicks. Doesn't matter, many. Well, yeah, but that, that's great though. If imagine if they were playing basketball before, I mean, I mean, okay, not, but not what, that you have to pretend. But like. if they win this championship, would that make them more relevant? If they win this championship, they're winning no, in the two yeah, thousands, no the twenty tens, and the, and, and now they're 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 primed for success in the twenty twenties. So let me let me that's ask crazy. you a question. <clears throat> right and now, they had a good night. The nineties with Alonzo Mourning. They had they had they had fun. Teams that that went to the second, third, fun, playoffs. fun teams. Tim Hardaway, exactly. yeah. so the Knicks. The Knicks did not have fun. You, you said they had fun teams in the two thousands and twenty tens when they weren't fun teams. Means that you you gave a contender a, a run in the second round. Like that's okay, what now John, John, who do you have in front no, I, right I, I, now? I don't, who says who? Who do you have in front? The Heat or the or the Knicks right now? It's, right now, if I have to go with one or the other, it's that's I'll give it to the Heat. One. That's so that means basic. anything. That that means a lot because then you're now you now you're now you're giving it to like a seventh team. Well, because but, no, but, but but you gave like the some sort of like boundary of five teams, right? Celtics, Lakers, Warriors, Bulls, Spurs, Heat, six. Right? Would you put Would you put the Heat the in front of the Spurs are, the if they win? Are fighting for that. Pistons are. Wait, what team? Oh, Greg, what did you say? I couldn't hear you. You said you said Spurs are five, right? No, Spurs and are higher than five. Who's just counting? I think you're just counting. Yeah, I'm yeah. counting. Spurs okay, like but whichever whichever team is five, right? That's tier one of franchises, right? Would the Heat move up a tier if they win this championship tomorrow, or they win? Let's uh, see that. That's series? seven total championship appearances, four wins. Yeah, I mean, that I jumps them over the Pistons. Jumps them. Jumps them over the Sixers. This would make, this would be huge for the franchise taking this W. I mean, huge. That, yeah, yeah, no, I I agree. They're definitely huge. historic, but they're definitely historic. I'm giving it to him. I'm, no, not, I'm not going to argue that. That's my question. The lower tier, the Knicks. Who, who, oh. who would who the 5B? Well, I wouldn't call it a lower tier. I'd call it more of like a tier two. Yeah, so the tier, tier two franchises. Yeah. I mean, it would be the Rockets. can't be historic. Rockets are in there. Thunder. Wow. Well, who says they can't be historic? You're just making the these statements. A tier have two. Thunder, Slash. But once you, once you take that B level, once you take that second place title definitively, how could you say we're historic? Then everyone's they, it's like giving right. everyone a participation trophy. Because, gotta because be, there's the, a reason why the best of the best. Because are, they still are historic for their own different reasons. They're it's historic. Just the franchise itself is historic. I'm not saying that all just those being, teams that tier two are historic. I'm just saying that the Knicks are still up there. And they're just not at the same level as maybe. Listen, like when you think of three NBA franchises, Celtics, Lakers, Knicks, those are the three ones that are being listed. That's what I'm talking about. Historic competitiveness, obviously not. Competitive relevancy is different. But the Knicks are without a doubt historic. That's just not the argument right now. The argument is the relevancy. And that's when I'm putting the Knicks in that second tier. 
I, I don't I, I can't I can't argue it's such a subjective term because there's no way to measure it but I think it's a great way to end the topic though, the way you just said that it's not about relevant if, if when you bring it like that's a great way to just agree to disagree or even mm-hmm. I mean I, I partially agree with what you just said in terms of relevancy's out the window there's no way to fight that just because wins the wins aren't there but in terms of who do you think of when you think of basketball sure the Knicks are there just because they're in New York I mean that's that goes without question the same way the Spurs, even though they've won so many I wouldn't say that it's just New York. I wouldn't say that's just New York. It's been and the Nets well. too. The Nets too, man. Like, come on. It's G Lo. It's gonna take a while for them. When I, I went to, uh, I went with J- with James Pristuris. Like you've just, he's. I think he's been brought up like five times in this entire podcast. A great dude. <laughs> great, fantastic guy. Uh, that's how we met. Check out if you want to hear more about James Pristuris. Check out episode eight of Big Fellas Basketball. Him and James McCullough. Now. Anyway, another great about it. Another another fantastic human being and a brilliant basketball mind. But Mm -hmm. we went to go see a Nets game, and James is a season ticket holder, so we got to go see Sean Marks uh, actually do a podcast. Hopefully, he's able to come on the Big Fellas Basketball Podcast in the the near future. He better podcast before the game. (laughs) Better. (laughs) That's a threat. I don't know if that's a threat or not, but we'll we'll just we'll keep going. But he gave a podcast interview where he was talking about how trying to make. He's like, we can't really get to those people that are already Knicks fans, but all these kids growing up in Brooklyn right now and in the New York area, we want to make them Mets fans. G Love, I'm sorry that's that the wins away. That's a that's a long time from now. It's gonna take some time. I don't know how you could like I don't know how you could like a boring franchise like that. Right. No, I don't know how you could ever like a franchise like the Nets. Such a boring their oh, entire they're trying to listen, they're trying to market themselves as a New York team. They're trying to – the Knicks, that, that's what the Knicks have going for them. They're New York's team. Have you ever been to a Nets game, if you guys are out of town, it's complete nonsense. It's complete chaos. It's just Brooklyn this, Brooklyn that, Biggie Smalls, Brooklyn, 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 Brooklyn. They're, hey, that's Bogey. what they're trying to have going for them. They're trying to yeah. identify them. They're trying to make them an identity. New Jersey Nets. I went to the game. I had season tickets. I told you. I'm, I'm not doubting you, G. I'm not doubting you. Lopez, those guys. I'm not doubting you. I'm from I Jersey, watch man. that team. I'm not doubting you. There's no doubt. I'm just saying that with the Nets. Are no one was right in the now. stands, man. Like no one. Going I'm not like... doubting you. There's no no doubt here. Absolutely zero doubt. But yeah. what I'm saying is that these guys, they're nuts. Like they're, they're just trying to. They're trying to take. They're, they're trying to act like the Knicks. The Knicks' younger brother. And the moment that they stop advertising Brooklyn, 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 and they start focusing on maybe their own brand of basketball, I think that's when they're going to be successful. When because they take the next step. Yeah, because the Knicks, like, what, what the Knicks, like, are the New York tough, you know what I mean? The cold weather, New York basketball, which meant something in the 90s, so that tough defense, the X-Men, stuff like that. But And that's what the Nets are trying to go for now, which doesn't make any sense. And I don't think, I don't know how it's going to work with a beat-up old KD who is too scared, too soft for the big market, and then Kyrie, who has been proven to never have any success. Like, Kyrie is just a that's nut a, job, psychopath, who can't be coached. He won a championship with 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 the best player of his era, leading the way. Kyrie averaged thirty. Listen, I use the Kyrie argument. Kyrie is a baller. He's a certified baller, but he's uncoachable. There's no way he's standing up to LeBron. Nobody's ever stood up to LeBron in his entire career, especially in the guy's prime. No one's standing up to him. But you got a first-year head coach. Who cares? Anybody could be coaching the Cavs at that time. LeBron was a coach. You could put anybody. You put me there. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't mean anything. But you got a first-year head coach, Steve Nash, and you got no identity for this Nets team. It's going to be a rough show. They're not going to be competing. Real quick, you're saying you would back down to LeBron James as it's on record? Dean the Dom. 
would back down. LeBron. I told you I'm a reasonable man. I'm a reasonable man. I would back down to LeBron James. I'd have to. I'd have I to. Feel, I feel like if it actually I'd came, have to. Like the scenario came like to person, Dean would not back down. Dean would stand <laughs> up to him with his I, chest yeah, high. I, I have to give a story. <laughs> I'm going to give the, a, a slight, uh, the, really the, a true recount of the story. We were in a certain um, uh, place of business and someone spilled their, their water beverage onto Dean's shirt. And Dean immediately, bar- no, I'm sorry, Dean hit their, sh- I'm sorry, I, let me recount the story. It was completely my fault. Oh no, 100% your fault. You would be completely at fault. <laughs> Dean hits the man's uh, water beverage onto his shirt, drenches the man's shirt, right? <laughs> but some of it gets on Dean. And the guy goes, yo, you just spilled my drink. And Dean looks at him with fire in his eyes and says boldly com- and, and, with, and with complete confidence, you spilled your drink on my shirt. And they went at it. And all of a sudden, like, like, a, like a streak of lightning, a, a, a fine, gigantic gentleman came, plucked the other man from his, <laughs> from, 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 from his feet and took him outside of the place of business. So that yeah, is never my story. Be seen again. Never to be seen again. Next time. On um, Dean never backing down. You were, you were <laughs> never, never to be seen again. Never to be seen again. I, I, I said the recap couldn't have been said, couldn't have been said better. But LeBron James talking about here, like I said, I'm a reasonable man. That man was not 6'8", 250 pounds of just pure peak athleticism. I, I might have to back down LeBron. Like, what am I going to do? Punch him? He's going to jump up. He's going to jump over me. Guy, guy's the best athlete the world's ever seen, ever. Like, mm-hmm. I, listen, Bo Jackson, amazing. Deion Sanders, amazing. All those guys are amazing. But LeBron James is the best athlete the world's ever seen. So where His does size, the way he moves. My hate comes from who he is as a basketball player and how uh-huh. he tries to take away from the man, Jordan. I, I can't. Listen, I can't let that happen. I can't. It's just that people will so blindly believe that he is the GOAT just because he's new. I hate that. I hate that. He is the best player of our era. But I don't understand how you compare him. Never took big shots. Changes teams like it's nothing. Yeah, all the time. There's like three teams. He goes back to the Cavs after they get two first first overall picks. Come on. I have a question question for all of you guys. If you guys were to make a starting five and a six-man, out of all time, Dean, who would you, who would you put on that team? Oh, this is a great question, and I love this question because Steph Curry, one, and my uh, two, Jordan, and my three, Kobe, and my four, we're going small ball here, LeBron, and my five. Listen, we've had this discussion. Wilt sucks. Wilt's not going there. I'm putting Shaq at my five. Was dominant big man ever at my six? Hey, it's tough, but Kareem. Okay. You love, what about you, my man? Can't really hold them out. I'm gonna go with uh, there you go. My point guard would be uh, uh, Steph Curry, shooting guard Kobe Bryant, small forward LeBron. No, small forward. Uh, yeah, small forward Kobe. Uh, no, so let me start. <laughs> <laughs> you're good, man. You're good. You're good. Stephen Curry, my point guard, shooting guard Kobe. Small forward, Michael Jordan, power forward, LeBron, and I will go Will Chamberlain, the best big man. No. Time. No. Scored 100 no. points in the game. You got to no. give it to my man, Will Chamberlain. Bill Russell That's is so guy. much better than Will Chamberlain, and I could give and John full credit for six, that. I, I, I did convert you. I did convert you into a, to a Bill Russell believer. But oh, Julie, who do you love got they, on the bench? Thank you to uh, Who's Bill Simmons for the basketball. Who do you love on the bench? Who you got on the bench? Hey, don't cut the man off. Shaq, 
His other option, you could do Tim Duncan. It's actually a good player that I like. Yeah, you got to pick one. You got to pick one. I'll go, I'll go with Shaq. All right, John, you're up. I, I got to ask you, love, real quick. Was the Will Chamberlain pick a uh, an ode to Young Mitro on the Vertical Views basketball podcast? Yeah, of course. He really convinced me about that one. That he is the, sure? the GOAT. So. Shout out, shout out to them. Shout out to them. Shout, shout out to Vertical Views, man. Great people over there. It's great people all around. I mean, we shout out everybody. Deal, we don't deal with great people. But shout out Jose in terms the Barber. Of, hot, just Jose the Barber, great dude. Gives great, great, great dude. fantastic fades. Great dude. Seen better. Great, and also great, great, uh, great supporters of the game of basketball at, at Jose the Barbershop. Oh, yeah. Never Jose seen, the Barbershop is a great place. All of the uh, yeah, gowns yeah, great dudes all around. Jordan, Jordan, the Jordan jerseys on them. TVs everywhere. NBA Jordan TVs fans, on great guys. Great yeah. guys. Literally, yo, you walk in there, that will dap you up. Like your family. What's the address? Ooh. What's the address? Is Whitestone? Oh, it's in Whitestone. Whitestone, New York. Look them up. It's I in Beechers. 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 We got to make sure people know. We got uh, everyone that listens to Big Fellas podcast has All right, to have you a know, I, I pause it here. I don't, I don't okay, this, no, no, no. I don't, I, don't really, I don't pause. We don't pause the Big Fellas basketball. We, we, don't, we, well, no, we do pause the Big Fellas basketball podcast. We do not pause Fellas. Listen, listen, we don't, we don't need to... So Jose the Barber, get them at 1116, 154th Street, Whitestone, New York, 11357. They're open exactly. from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays, observing the Lord's Day. Yo, go check my boys out. This is this is about a right. week and a half after. I'm not even gonna lie. Anyway, John. Okay. What's your five and and six man and six man? What's and up with man. it? So because it? I believe in positionless basketball, I'm putting LeBron James at the one, which makes sense. Def- I'm I'm going for a defensive game. I'm I'm trying to go big. I'm trying to have okay. defensive bodies on the floor. Boring. At the, at the one. Boring. That's it. I, I'm I'm trying to win. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. I want to see LeBron at the one. I want Co- Kobe. Could, Kobe can hit tough shots as a shooter. He's also a great defensive player. Jordan at the three. All, all I'm trying to say is LeBron, Kobe, and Jordan. How are you getting the ball across half court? You're just not. That's just not happening. You have bodies. You have size, right? You and you. you, you have there's nobody in the league left to bring it up. It's over. We we haven't <laughs> we haven't said enough about super league. Who's your four? Anyway, my four. I so I was thinking about this while you guys were talking. My five is 100% Akeem Olajuwon, and I've and I've discussed that oh much on this podcast. Now I agree with that. Oh, I'm man. juggling. Huge I'm Akeem juggling. Fan. I'm juggling. Do I like? Do I put someone in there? Do I go with two bigs? Do I put someone in there that's as, as big as a kid, like that we big? Need a shooter. Tim Duncan, I'm going back and Bird forth. Honestly, honestly, if I'm trying to shut you down, I and I know you guys are going to say, I'm going with Giannis at the four spot. Now, I will give you that. I will give yeah. you that. No. So All right, okay. I think this argument kind of straight away from, I, I think it's straight towards like potential great basketball players. No, no it's it's not, I think Giannis is there. Giannis has not talent. proven himself to be he's looking that, for, he's on like, that he's tier. What, what, where are the weaknesses of my team? The biggest weakness you could say is that my guy, is that we can't really space the Well, I'm well. saying that like if we're going to go strictly based off talent, then uh, the discussion is different. But it's not, I'm, I'm trying to out, I'm trying to out athlete you. I'm trying to, and even then, skill, I mean, skill-wise, how are you going to score in a team with LeBron, Kobe, MJ, Giannis, and, and Hakeem on? You're just not. I agree with that. No, I think this be, is a great lineup. I think, you need, I think you need you need more Giannis. You need more Giannis showing to actually make that argument, because dude, you I can't. Think, it's I easy think, to say when he has such a short career as of now. No, you know, but like, all, I'm talking about. Pro, well, well, I mean, I would think we're talking about. I'm talking about like when we talk about the year. We're not talking about Jordan's whatever LeBron's 18 year career. We're talking about 2013 LeBron, right? Let's say. I mean, I would maybe you can give or take. I mean, every LeBron's peak LeBron. Headband LeBron. I'd go Different. 93. I'd go 93 Jordan. I'd go. 
Oh, it's tough. All right. Well, that, that's a different argument. Kobe? That's a whole well, no, different that's, argument. Is that is that not was that not what we just was that not what we were going in with? We're I think we're going along the or whatever way I viewed it as was going along the lines as as of great players, not just straight up like the most talented because I think that's different. I really well, do no, think. No, well, you also difference. think how they play. Well, I, in terms of how because they play, like, you I'm got guys in. like call me crazy guys like Larry Johnson per se, great player who knows where his potential would have been, but. Like injuries got him, you know. I, I guess Giannis now that he has back to back MVPs puts him in a different group. No, no, it's not. So, like, I'm talking about. I'm talking about just what I. I'm talking about the talent that I just see. I'm not talking about MVPs. I'm not talking about championships. I'm talking about. I'm trying to win a game. How do I put the best lineup out there possible to win the game? What weaknesses can you find on my team outside of maybe space in the? Well, floor? there's gonna Honestly, be no weaknesses so when you're picking a fantasy team. There's no weaknesses. It's just that other people could maybe outmatch you with a better lineup. Like I don't think Giannis is stopping my lineup. I don't think your lineup is stopping mine. Let's put well, let's put them head to head. Who on your team is scoring on any of my guys one on one? No one. Curry can shoot it from the low. Well, and, and he's gonna and he's gonna score on LeBron the James. It, it, it doesn't work because it doesn't work because I'm having LeBron guard LeBron, Jordan guarding Jordan, Kobe guarding Kobe. Well, so, so, well, well no, but you, you, oh, you'd have. Well, we we, have we we have three of the same Jordan players Kobe. on our teams, so what, it, the argument wouldn't work. Who'd you six man be, John? Six man, oof, that's a tough one. I mean, I, I'd either it depend on who I took. It'd either be, it either be Tim Dunk. If I if I if I, if I take Tim Duncan, I probably have him there, right? If I do, if I don't take Giannis, I think is a perfect six man because I could put him anywhere. I if my well, six man is someone. Lineup. What do you mean? You got Giannis in your starting lineup. I'm, yeah, so if I have Giannis in. Trying to think of some guy that could play all five, that could do what I need, that that could get done what I need to get done. There's only one guy. His name is LeBron James. Only one guy. Giannis could do it too. I have. I have. Giannis can't. Giannis can't score in the half court. Possibly, he can't score in the half court when the defense when when, when he's playing as five guys on defense. When you when you have when you have guys facing the court, Giannis is the best finisher of all time. Just at the basket, he no can, doubt. He can he can score the basket easier Wait, better than, than Shaq in history. Better than Shaq? Shaq Gian- Giannis can get to, Shaq can't get to the rim. Giannis can get to the rim. If you're talking about under the I basket. I expect to differ. If you're talking, if you're talking about Shaq under the rim. Shaq can still get to the rim, just in a different style. Shaq can get to the rim whenever Shaq needs someone to give him the ball. Shaq needs someone to give him the ball. Giannis doesn't need someone to give him the ball. If you're oh, about, right. if you're I'll about, agree on that stance. I'll agree on that. That's a different stance, though. Off that, offensive that's, not, rebound. that's not finishing at the basket. Well, let's think about it. Off an offensive yeah. rebound, Shaq might be Shaq is probably better. Off an offensive, but he's stronger. He can push guys out of the way. He he got away with a lot of, of course, of course. Charging fouls. But he needs somebody court. to give him the ball. In in the half court or in 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 in, 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 in any other setting, Giannis in tra- like Shaq doesn't. Does Shaq score in transition? Like oh, no, that's a different argument. That's a completely different <laughs> argument. <laughs> I don't think yeah, he's yeah. ever run the floor like that. <laughs> no, 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 Shaq's no, no, no. You got to see some. There's some highs. Shaq is really Shaq is a fr- yeah. Shaq's fast. No, Shaq's fast. No one can say that Shaq. Oh, I, I never, I he's never just got not to Giannis. watch Shaq. I bro, I never got to watch Shaq. Oh no, you just see the high. No, you just you just see some of these high. You just see one highlight of him running the floor, and you're like, wow, how is someone that big and that fast at the same time? But he's still not Giannis. That's yeah. just a whole different level of it. Okay, he's still not. He Shaq can't catch at the top of the key, rip through. And on one dribble, get to the rim, and, and he's and oh my god, like mm-hmm. like this doesn't happen. That's why Giannis would be if, if I'm building a lineup to win a game, I might put Giannis at six bench because I can put him, I can interchange him anywhere I want, and then at the four. Honestly, you might put it. Yeah, Tim, Tim Duncan might might just be that guy. 
And okay. Greg, who you put in? Oh, okay. Listen, so I want to put D Rose as my one. I want to. He's my favorite player all time. I love. I love D Rose, but I'm not I mean. going to. I, yeah, he can't. Be. I'm not He's going to. Potentially, I'm my yes. boy right here, Magic Johnson at my all right, one. I was actually going to say something about that because Magic was not. Magic was only said once, and I feel like that's kind of disrespect for a potential greatest point guard ever. Magic Johnson, at my I'm one. Glad he was said. Michael Jordan at my two. LeBron at the three, KD at the four, uh, Hakeem at the five, and Kobe as my six. You've been listening to too much, John. Hakeem, Hakeem at the you, five. You want to have this conversation about Hakeem right now? <laughs> I think, Get over I with. Think it was bound hour? to happen eventually. It was bound to <laughs> – another hour. It was bound to happen eventually on this podcast. Yeah, dude. Get over it's with it's today. We're going to have more fellow time. Come on now. We're going to have more fellow time for this. <laughs> I, I, I can talk about but, team at any but right now, right now, right now, whose team does everyone think would actually win without without being biased? No, that's not for us to decide. That's for you to decide. The listeners of the Big Fellas Basketball Podcast, let us know whose team is winning. I'll make a graphic. It's gonna be sexy as hell. It's gonna have all of our teams lined up, and we'll let the I'm people decide. That. I'm with that. I'm with that. I have a two K tournament too. I'll make my final lineup. I'll put Tim Duncan at the four. Giannis at the six because he can go in anywhere. If I need him, if I need to bring, have him bring the ball up, if, if someone's playing bad, I put Giannis in. As long as it's not the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he doesn't have, let's not talk about it. Let's not. Talk what? About as long as he doesn't have what? He's a very good team. He's a very good team. He has a very good regular season. Why can't he win? season team. His team is structured. It's a regular season team. What do you so? What are you saying that he needs another top two no, player? His, no, to I can go in into playoffs? detail. His team they go into drop. They, they, they the the reason why they're so successful in the regular season they hide a lot of their flaws because they go into drop coverage in every pick and roll ball screen, which in the regular season works out great because you're having teams that either are below are below average three point shooters shoot, which teams in the playoffs are above average three point shooters, or you know you're catching teams on on you catching teams on off nights. They don't have as much time to prepare for you to, to take advantage of those of those reads. And I'm not saying that drop ball screens are, or drop ball screen coverage is bad. I'm saying that it's a it, it works a lot more in the regular season than it would in the playoffs. All right, but they, but they've had two the they've had two to three life. years of disappointing playoff runs. How have they not figured that out by now? I I refuse to admit that's the only problem. The problem I, lies I, with Giannis. You're telling me that after two to three years of playoff bust. It was all because of one simple solution that could be fixed. Drop no, ball no, screen. No, 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 coverages. no, no, no. Of course, drop, drop ball coverage. There's so much more. There's so much more. And the there, problem there's, lies there's with the shooting, superstar with Giannis. With Giannis, no. it lies with Giannis. It's his there's, team. There's, there's instructional... It's up to him. It's I, how I, it is. It's how it is in the sport of basketball that is so dependent around the player, right? Winning basketball games. There's no league like the NBA. Any other league, it's it's a team-oriented sport, but basketball is such an individual-oriented sport. Obviously. Seeing the last dance really changed my opinion on that because I realized like how team oriented basketball really is. But that being said, one player could make a difference in basketball, huge difference, exponentially more than any other sport. Of course, of that course. being said, yeah. Giannis is a superstar. He is supposed to be the generational talent. But how come he can't win? How come he can't take that next step? How is he losing to a team like the Heat so early? How is he being out first seed, because losing that first team. game to the Magic? Because he has a better team. It lies on him. It lies on him. But the Heat. Eric Sludso is a good player. Dean, do you not see the Heat right now? The Heat are beating very good teams. Very good teams. I know know what I said in the beginning. I know what I said in the beginning. 
that part of that was a joke, right, about the Heat in seven against the Lakers. Obviously, I hate LeBron. I'm going to say it all the time. But I'm not going to say anything about the Heat until I see them match up against a great team like the Lakers. That's going to say a lot. That's going to say a lot about Giannis. That's going to say a lot about the league. I don't think so. The Celtics have underperformed every single playoffs. Another team. Uh, underperformed? Under- I don't know. They can't. Listen, they have an amazing team. They have an amazing team. One of a top, not top-notch defensive coaches, coach in general, Brad Stevens, and they can't. They have everything going in their favor. They have the star, lower power. They have everything. They have the, they have an historic franchise. Why can't they make the champ? Why can't they make the finals? It seems like the past eight years they keep reloading, getting all these new supporting staff, and they just can't do it. I don't think they're impressive. You know, no, they've run, that they've team run was too James, good. To, 2017 and 2018. 2019, they had Kyrie with better teams. Apart. With better teams, right? And we're holding Giannis to a standard that we're holding LeBron. You're holding him to the same standard if you're putting him in your starting all-time team. So I don't want to hear saying, oh, LeBron's in a different universe than Giannis. Uh, uh, no, no, I wouldn't say Because that. Evidently, evidently, he's in the same universe because John put him in there, right? That being said, LeBron, I know he was a lot more seasoned, but there's a difference between LeBron and Giannis because – LeBron was able to lead that one Cavs team past the Celtics, do stuff like that. There's no way. I don't see Giannis ever being able to do that until he develops a half-court game. It just, it just can't happen. He's too easy he to guard. To a jump shot. This is a three-point league. You're not going to shoot a three-pointer, man. And, and shoot free throws. He needs free to be able to shoot off the dribble. Part of the game. You got to make free throws. To win. Free throws wins championships. That's what my dad, Nick Garifalos. Preaches me all the time. Free throws and defense wins championships. So if you can't do that, then you screw. record. I have That's never it. seen G Love miss a free throw in my entire life. Yeah, no, me I neither. Was, I was. I'm actually thinking about it right now. I don't I've think I've ever seen, seen him miss a free throw. I mean, also, I've never. Seen, I can't. I can't remember what time in a game you've been. Fat. I mean, normally in the games we're just like I, I can't remember a time where I've seen you at the line in the game, but. At the same time, I'm, I'm the three time Super League uh, free throw champ. You gotta ask James Fisturis. At the camps, really? Yeah, number the game, six, and shirt, it, was too, it was too small James for me. Like, James, you know I was gonna run. You gotta give me a bigger shirt, man. No, I've, on, only, I've only seen you when, I, when we're in games with G Love. I'm just seeing him rain quarter threes. Oh my God. Oh my. No, is, no. Is a problem. Can we, can we, John, do you have the tape of G Love when he scored in Greece against Final oh, I, I do. Can you please play that like right now? Uh, share screen. You have it? Yeah. I mean, or, or I maybe edit it in. Maybe edit it in afterwards. As soon as Greg says that now, yeah, this I was, did. That'd be this play right now that that John's about to put on is is like an it's a historic play of like our, my childhood. Not like all jokes aside, this was like this was a play of my childhood. This was like this you was like the play. missing the three, getting the rebound. Chris Bosh, Ray Allen for three. Give me three. All that. Wait, wait, wait. That has nothing. Ray Allen. They not? Who missed it, though. Oh, LeBron. LeBron. No? All right. LeBron missed a three. <laughs> Look at, for those that Bosch can't the see, rebound. the smile on Dean's face is electric. But listen, that has go. nothing compared to, like, what G Love's play had on my childhood. It, that, 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 that sums up my childhood, the happiness that I got out of that. For those that are watching on any podcast listening platform, the play will be available on Instagram at Big Fellas Pod. It'll be in the carousel of the of this show. Just get ready to watch some greatness. And now Athens is now G Love City after that bucket. After that bucket. Wait, wait, wait. okay. You know what? Yeah. I think we've spoken up about it. Let's talk. Let's 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 get into the real like like nostalgic chop ups. Uh, 
I'm trying to think. Drew, you're great. But I think for us, I probably picked the play where I told you that I love you, right? You did. You did. So I, did. I remember I remember this like it was yesterday. I had, I think, four assists in a row. Just down the court assist, down the court assist, down the court assist. And I think three out of the four were to John. And one play, like, I did, like, a, a sweep through. And then his man came up to me, and I gave him a little pass. He got the bucket. John had, like, five straight Wait. buckets. We're, I think you're forgetting about the play right before this happened. Oh, okay. No, okay. Yeah, you're right. This, this. So, John gets a steal, comes down the court, right in front of Sanasi Antetokounmpo. Boom! Bangs it. Dunks on this kid, right? So, he's hyped. He's pointing at Coach Pete, our childhood coach. Pointing at him like, this one's for you, right? Next play, come down, sweep through the lane, give him the rock. He scores. He points at me and tells me, Greg, I love you. I was like... Like that, that, that game was just overall like one of the best games of my life. No, we, we were down, we were down big at uh at the end of the first quarter. That was that was actually the championship game, right? Or, it was, yeah, for for the Buffalo Cup, the Easter Cup. That was that was a great game. That was. Thank you again. I'm gonna mention James again. That Super League is a great experience. That that. Shout out James. Yeah. Everyone should go. It's a great experience. Yeah. Anybody who the offer stands, just I I I. Wow, I don't I don't even know what to say. It, it changed my life. Hey, you guys know the inside jokes that we made. So <laughs> it was a great time. Going. Everyone everyone knew the jokes on that trip, so it was a great not only for basketball but to make memories. The last hey, life that we still talk about on here today. So it's Dude, great. I want to Do you still do you have your do you have your headband on you? Oh, I know where mine is. Yeah, I got mine. Mine's mine's in that jersey. I, I don't want to open up the case. Anyway, anymore. anyway, yeah, Super League. Super <laughs> League. Man, let's go. <laughs> hey, Gino, where's the, where's the, oh, where's the Nike sign? That's too, uh, I don't want to take long to find this. I just got the G Love strong one. Oh, uh, got you. Yeah. What did call him out? What did just ruin it? <laughs> G Love, can you please tell our listeners the story of Trevor Booker and his headband without bringing up the person you were with? He will be named as that guy. Let's call him Dante DiVincenzo because he there looks like Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> Talk, tell us about Dante. Dante, Greg's wearing the OG headband. Is I it? bought the, I bought that at the at the mall in Athens with Femi Pappas. Shout out Femi Pappas. So um, I'm at the Nets game. I'm obviously, he's a big Nets fan. Season ticket holder, the biggest Nets fan on the show. You guys have, you have to you have to bring him on. Talk about Nets basketball. Cut, cut, <laughs> cut, cut, cut. Okay. You got one more try before you get kicked out of the room. Okay. You talk about the fact that you were at a game with Dante DiVincenzo and the headband story. You may proceed. All right. So that the game of Dante DiVincenzo. So Trevor Booker I was at the I was on the Nets at the that time, obviously, season ticket holder, he's like, George, you want to come? His dad didn't want to go, so I was like, all right, sure. Then Trevor Booker's at the game. Obviously, wears the headband. Only guy in the Nets wears the headband, by the way. So he goes up to Mr. Trevor Booker. Can I please have your headband? <laughs> okay, why does he talk like that? Who is it? No, no. I think you got a better one. It was no, young. It was like, maybe like 13. He sounds like a Southern, like. I mean, I'll tell this part of the story. Greg and I witnessed this firsthand. G-Love was just living it. We played against Panathinaikos, the best youth team in Greece. We were convinced that we were going to get absolutely destroyed, right? So we told 
Mr. Super Athletic League, James Pristuris. I gotta take. I can't say that. We told James Pristuris that James, if we win this, we got, you gotta take us to the beach. And he was so sure we were gonna lose. He said, "Of course." Now, little did he know, the trip originally, right? I was in eleventh. We were all. We were uh, George and I were eleventh graders at the time. It was supposed to be for ninth grade and below, if not, and actually before eighth grade and below. So I was. Had, I was. Had, I was of age. I was. I was in eighth grade. Until yes, but then. But then, oh, this is another good part of the story. When they couldn't fill out the team, James said, Pete, who do I fill out this last spot with? Like, who do I get? And he's like, I, who, what young kids do I get? And Pete goes, look, I don't know any young kids. There's this 11th grader, John Harder Phillips. The kid's a hard worker, man. You should look at him. And that's when the, the floodgates opened up. And then the, the gates, the, the age restriction was lifted. Now, going back, though, James scheduled this game against a 7th grade Panathinaikos team, thinking he'd go in with an 8th grade squad and it'd be a fair showing. Now, he pulled up. With an 11th grade John Harder Phyllis, an 11th grade G Love, an 11th grade Louis Holakis, and an 11th grade Fabi Pappas. It was not a good day for Benetton Ghost fans everywhere. We ended up, a Spiro Drenis, too, who was a 7th yeah. grader at the time. We were, we were the points. only, we were the only people that were like the age of the other team, me and yeah. Spiro. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like this one's gonna be one of the, it's gonna be a rough one. It's gonna be kind of rough. But, but, like, like, it's like, even with John, when he became, when he first started, I told him, like, as a friend, like, yo, it's, it's not, it's not going as you wanted. Like, this is what you got to do, and he fixed it. And now, look at John's podcast, it's fucking great. Thank you, Greg. No, it, that's what true. That's what that's what friends yeah, are for. Hey, you, gotta, you gotta tell your friend, dude. Your your podcast. You gotta tell him your the stuff you're doing. It sucks, and that's yeah. That's like, like John, like, and I was driving down to Rutgers, and. I was listening to your podcast, the first one. I cringed. It sucked. It was the worst thing I've ever heard. I was so was the second one. So was the third one. So was the fourth one. So was the fifth one. So was the sixth one. So was the seventh one. So was the eighth one. I think you finally hit it off with this. You want to know why? You got you to you have a good cast here. You got a dog. I'm trying to think. What else? Oh, I can talk about Dean in terms of art. Because I, I touched on uh, my basketball memories with G-Love and Greg. But with you... You came all the way over the uh, the GW Bridge, man, all the way from Jersey. It was a hyped up matchup, a story versus. I've uh, heard of I've heard of that game. I heard oh, that. Oh, it was a, listen. It was a great game. How did it happen? Like Jersey. What happened was listen. It was complete. Didn't count for anything. Listen, at the, if I had the knowledge I had today of the severity of that game, the importance of that game, it would have been a different story. I would have put so but much. But me on coming that. over, I, I remember I I listen I I. Sleep deprived, driving on car ride. I didn't. Sh- I never stretched back then like an idiot. Oh, sorry, take that out. <laughs> Whatever. But I, I didn't. I didn't stretch back then. I remember I went to Titan, the Greek supermarket right there. I had a bunch of like little chocolates. Just really felt like terrible. And I go out there, my play style, man. You can't be feeling terrible playing like Pat Bev. You got to be. You're you're running laps. You're running ra- laps on that court. But we won. Just complete defensive showing. Offense, I was not all there, but. It was just a complete dominance for the Jersey boys coming across the GW, setting foot in unmarked territory, Queens, New York, and winning. It was something that's never been done before, and we did it. It was very impressive. That being said, had I known what I know today, it would have been a different story. It would have been stretching, warming up, taking that stuff seriously. I, my legs were tired. My, my legs were my legs were cramping up. Imagine what would happen. It's what happened. I mean, I, I imagine what would have happened. It just would have been a different story here. I mean – we still won. That's why I'm not complaining. I go to sleep at night knowing that, that we won. and never forget a it. A win is a win. And win is a win. And we took their woman afterwards, too. 
all the all their little girlfriends. They were they were like, wow, hey, 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 hey. All, all these guys from uh Randolph, New Jersey, they're better off, you know. So it was tough. It was stuff that will never be forgotten. Well, yeah, I mean, the more many more basketball memories to come out of Long Island. So I, I don't think it ends there. No, it definitely doesn't end. Like, like we all have houses near each other, close enough to play basketball, and and I'm more than willing to drive whatever the distance is to play a pickup game with all of you guys. Like, and, that, and that's that, the glory of it. Like, that, that's yeah. the glory of basketball. It's something that no matter what, the moment you stop playing competitively is not the moment you stop playing basketball. Basketball for football, is something that sticks with you. For football, like, I, football is my favorite sport. Obviously, I haven't played since middle school. It's – and, like, I probably it, – it's it's going to be a while in between the times that I play, like, a, maybe a seven-on-seven, two-hand-touch football game. You know, it'll never be the same. But basketball is a sport that – maybe besides golf, but basketball is a sport that you're going to be playing for the rest of your life. It's so easy to pick up. It's just something that – it's something that never goes away. You know, so, like, those young ballers out there that maybe played their last game, even people that just played rec their whole lives and made it through those four years – and we'll never play again for a team. Like, it doesn't end there. And that, that's the glory of it. You know, it's a great way to stay in shape. It's a great way to compete. And that's, that's why basketball is special, no doubt. I can, I, can, I can definitely second that. I can definitely second that. And I know John can as well because he coaches high school basketball. I, I coach um, – I've coached a team from third grade till now. They're in sixth grade now. But I also started coaching a team from fifth grade to eighth grade now. And just watching my players grow, who are probably going to watch this podcast, has just been truly a blessing. And um, I, I just don't know what I would have done without basketball. Basketball really, like, shaped my, my, my childhood, my future, everything. Like, basketball is just my life. Even, even, even if you have somebody that, that you just look up to, even if they don't play the game. Like, honestly, I look up to John as a coach because he, he – while I'm coaching, I'll have him come and show me a few things, and that 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 really helps. And you could learn while you're not even playing, and that that's also a great thing about basketball. You don't have to be in the game; you have to be watching. You don't have to be doing anything that that has to do with the game, and your knowledge of the game will grow, and that's just amazing. I agree. I mean, it's just it's something special. I mean, you see it like. People that like have had the the benefit of being able to play multiple sports could all definitely agree to like there's definitely something to learn from every sport. But like, like I said, basketball is basketball is different. I mean that swagger that comes with it, like the ability to express yourself. I mean I was I was a little kid, and I was never anything special compared to any of the other guys. But I would, I'd make my money just being a hustle guy on defense, and I would express myself. Man, I'd be wearing I'd be wearing I'd wear a headband like an arm sleeve like. Not saying any like expensive sneakers, just like high top sneakers, like Nike Elite socks. Like I, like, I'd be decked down from like head to toe, just like super cheesy stuff. But like to me, like that was it. Like that, that was great. Mm-hmm. Gave me all the confidence in the world to run up and down that court and just annoy people and make enemy more enemies than friends, honestly. But it's it's, it's, it's what happens. Quote. Yeah, I that's, mean that is a great quote. That's how that, I played. That quote, that, that's gonna stick with you, bud. Yeah, I hope so, because it, it'll never just be basketball. It'll never just be a game. Again, anything, mm-hmm. like, a, anytime I'm playing basketball, it's always going to be super competitive like that. And it's not something, like, whatever. Like, I'm not proud of it. Like, I also don't hate it, that quality, that competitiveness. But 
there's definitely people that would be like that would be playing in the same game as me, thinking that it's just a game, and, and but it'll never be just a game. They respect you for that. Anyone when see like, I'll give you I'll give you a really short story. So I'm an engineering major at my college, right? So it it it's really tough. I'll I'll be honest, it's it's tough, and it takes away from me being able to go out and play basketball with the guys on the team. So I went, I went to go play with the guys on my team and we were in our like maybe fourth game, fifth game. Right. And there's this kid, Dean, he's just like you and he's talking, he's talking and he's talking. I'm guarding him. And I didn't play in like three months and these kids have been playing every day. Right. So this kid, he gets past me three, two, three times. I'm like, damn, he's busting my ass. And he's letting me know. And after the game, we dab each other up. He's like, yo, just so you know, it's all love. And that that's, yeah. that's basketball. That's it. That's it. It's, yeah, listen, I mean, uh, you're a good sport for that, being able to admit that, you know. Yeah. Because yeah, there's definitely some other people that like would me. never. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some people that take it personally. I got, I got into trouble for that, so don't get into <laughs> playing you basketball. Know your limits sometimes. It's happened. Uh, that's great. All right, first of all, John, like, thank you for having a sign. Like, great friend to me, great friend to us. So, yeah. It was, I don't know if you're an Impractical Jokers fan. When they have, like, a dinner party, they, they, so all the COVID thing happened. They make dinners for every Thursday. They chop it up every, every day, once every week. I think we should do that too. Make a dinner, chop it up every week. So I think I think that's a good idea. I'm putting it out there. The impractical jokers, fellas only mesh. Thank you, John, for having us on this podcast, man. It really a great experience. Hope to be back on soon. And um just thank you and my my co guests are amazing and I just uh listen what I all right, always as always, I've never met somebody quite the likes of John Hartafillis. I say that like kids are psycho in the sense that like a million different things going on at once just compartmentalizes everything. Hunt like he, this guy is just nuts. Like he's an absolute psychopath. Like I at least I'm a crazy guy in just a different manner. But yeah, he's the guy does I don't know, I don't know how this guy does all this stuff. He's crazy. And but this was a lot of fun, you know. This is a good group. So, but if uh, if John told me tomorrow, he's like, dude, like I'm going to space. Like I like I believe it. I believe it because this guy just says something and he just does it. The go getter. I guess my influence really rubbed off on him. So, you're welcome. <laughs>